Hello, everyone, and you thought last week's episode was salty? We're going to be even saltier this week. And sweet. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. So... Like I said, we're a little bit salty last week with our salt and vinegar episode. This week we have salted caramel. So, yeah, like Lena said, salty and sweet this week. I'd say less salty than salt and vinegar. Yeah. Well, we'll, oh. we'll let the products tell yeah, us that. Yeah, I guess we'll find out in a couple minutes. So, salted caramel was invented back in 1977 by Henri LaRue, a French pastry chef, and he used a semi-salted butter for his caramel with nuts. Then in 1980, he won the Best Confectionery in France competition with the same dessert. And he had it trademarked as, well, CBS, meaning Caramel au Beurre Salé in 1981. And then in the late 90s, a French, a different French pastry chef made a salted butter and caramel macaroon. And then it became trendy. And in 2008, Haagen-Dazs and Starbucks started selling salted caramel products. And it just... Took off. Good. And, <laughs> <laughs> and our, let's hear a word from our sponsor. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. Today I want to tell you about ATB's new podcast, The Future Of. Join Todd Hirsch, ATB's Vice President and Chief Economist, as he connects with special guests who offer unique and useful perspectives about the future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace the opportunity it creates. From the future of women in business to the changing nature of work itself, the future of helps us understand what's coming and what we need to do today to get the tomorrow we want. Featuring two episodes each month, plus bonus episodes, the future of includes interviews with top community and business leaders from Alberta and around the world. Subscribe to the future of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect to ask your questions about the future by emailing thefutureof at atb.com. So what are we having first? We got a lot of good things here that I really want to get into, so. I'm pretty excited. We have salted caramel mochi ice cream from PC. So mochi ice cream was developed back in 1983 by Frances Hashimoto, a Japanese-American woman who was CEO of Mikawaya, an American confectionery that specializes in Japanese treats. It was debuted in Hawaii back in 1994, though. And it, it took a year to develop it, and it was just, so it just wasn't a sodden mess, as Wikipedia says. Okay. I, I want to go back. I said it was developed in, in 83. I believe it was 93. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so we talked about President's Choice before, so I'm not really going to go into it. I just want to read the description on the box. Japanese-inspired ice cream dessert wrapped in a chewy, ricey dough with salted caramel pieces. Okay. Just I like the description. And we've had mochi before. So. Yeah, so let's give it a shot. Yeah. Ooh. I know Avery's not a huge mochi fan, but let's see how you're an I- mochi ice cream fan. If I was to have another one, I think I'd just scoop out the ice cream from the mochi. The ice cream <laughs> inside was really good and really nice. I'm just not that huge mochi fan, so I didn't enjoy it as much. And I love it. And it does it does taste a little bit 
different than regular mochi. Like the, yep. it is a little bit different texture, and it's apparently not just frozen. They had a, like I said, they had to mess around with it, but that's delicious. I can't wait to try some of their other kinds. I forget what kinds they had. I want to say a green tea one. Which okay, I feel like they'd be perfect at a dinner party or something like, or okay. like a cocktail party because they're just yeah like, on, on a little Asian spoon. Yeah, well, they're bigger than the spoon, but... <laughs> well, you have to serve them on something. Yes, yes. But yeah, I think that's a, a good start. Yeah, it was a good start. Not that I think there's going to be anything bad. That's my that's my prediction. <laughs> we also have another PC product, and salted caramel cookie chips. Again, I'm just going to read the package because it just does it... <laughs> does it better justice than I can. It just says... Salted caramel cookie chips with delicious toffee pieces. Oven baked, just like homemade, PC cookie chips are indulgently rich and buttery, yet delightfully delicate and crispy. And I feel Mm. like an ad, but I feel it just, I mean, I haven't had them and describes what I expect. I first saw a very similar product from Dare. I'm going to go first. The toffee flavor was really good, but it was such a processed, like, packaged cookie and i know that's terrible to say because we eat a lot of packaged cookies on this show but some are delicious but that just tasted a little too packaged almost reminded me of a highly processed oatmeal cookie yeah i get that the flavor wasn't as prominent after having that first pc item where the flavor inside was so nice this was kind of a letdown it was buttery though I yeah. would say that it had a nice buttery flavor, but... But I wanted more of that salted caramel flavor. Yeah, and it was more toffee flavor, even yeah. though there are toffee bits, but it is a salted caramel cookie chip. Yeah. I almost expected it to be, I don't know, cookie chip. There was nothing chip at all about it. No, no. It was crispy, but not like a chip. But, well, sorry, PC. I mean, I'll finish the bag eventually, <laughs> but it's not even my favorite thing thus far, but I'm stoked for the next product, which we got back in November, the Salted Caramel Moon Pie, and it's a double-decker one. Yeah. Just, okay, so I've never had a moon pie, but it sounds... Have you? No, neither have I, and that's why I got so excited when I saw it. It sounds a lot like a wagon wheel. I don't know which yeah. came first, but I'm thinking the moon pie. So it's a it's described as two round graham crackers with marshmallow filling and dipped in a flavor coating. Mm-hmm. Often chocolate. This is salted caramel. Invented in 1917 in the chat at the Chattanooga Bakery in Tennessee. When the owner Mitchell Poe Shelf asked a Kentucky man, what co- miner, not just a man, what kind of snack he'd like to eat. Apparently, he said. Something with graham crackers and marshmallows as big as the moon. Um, and they're still baking them there. So there's so many moon pie. There's Mobile Alabama lowers a 12-foot tall lighted mechanical moon pie on New Year's Eve. They've done that since the <laughs> 2000s and serves the world's largest moon pie right afterward. The The city also throws moon pies from its floats in Mardi Gras parades and other other cities as well, but that one is one of them. Since 1956, there's moon pie eating contests, festivals, 
even an RC Cola and Moon Pie Festival in Bell Buckle, Tennessee, because apparently that's a classic duo, just like huh. as many sweet calories as you can get. RC Cola, there's songs written about it. RC Cola and Moon Pie together seems yep. to be the... 2022, here we come. RC Cola <laughs> and Moon Pie Festival. <laughs> Ooh, it looks It's a fun. lot lighter than I thought it was, like when I just yeah. picked it up. I picture I'm going to make a mess. I'm tempted to eat that other half of Moon Pie. Like right now, like shove it in my mouth like a moon pie eating contest because I bet that would be really satisfying. It was good. I enjoyed it. I wasn't sure at first. My first initial, I'm like, I don't know, like the marshmallow. I I'm going to compare it to a wagon wheel. Yeah, I can get. I can see that. The marshmallow is more gelatin, which sounds bad, but not. It's somehow yeah. that texture is really. Like I said, I just want to like obsessively eat it and cram it. In it was my almost mouth. like fluff instead of marshmallow. Yeah. And the graham crackers were not crispy. No, they, they were, were soft. And that was surprising. But it was delicious and it all went well together. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I feel like I want to wash it down with pop, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely want to get more moon pies. Yes. There's, I know they have. Different, they have a pumpkin pie flavor, Ooh. limited edition, I think, and they have different types during Mardi Gras. So I'm going to have to look up this week how to get more moon pies. Yeah. It's my goal ways, of the week. Yeah. I almost feel like we could stop there and we've had a good episode, but we still have no, more. <laughs> we can't stop there because there's two more things that I want to try. Oh, yeah, I've been yeah. looking forward to trying. So, Yes. Yeah, so we we got the moon pie in Edmonton. We also got caramunchies. At the Uproots Collective yeah. Food Store. So Caramunchies, I'm just, I've resorted to reading the labels for a lot of these things mm -hmm. because it just describes things so perfectly. We make a salted caramel from scratch and pair it with crispy cornflakes to give their, this snack a satisfying crunch. We actually have the Reese's Pieces flavored, but it still has salted caramel. You can get it just yeah. plain, which is salted caramel, but we have the Reese's Pieces one. They have so many. They have chocolate ones. They have a chai latte one that for a limited edition. We've had this sitting around since November. They're still good. I checked the date. But they look, oh, it's like one big clump. Like a... Well, not one big clump. Not like, like the OMGs. Yeah, but... My goodness. <laughs> my goodness. I think you got it smack dab on the middle when you said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Those are good. He's trying to talk. <laughs> I'm still eating more. I can taste that butter. There's cream in them. I wasn't expecting much from these. I'm like, yeah, whatever, cornflakes, salted caramel. But I don't know why I wasn't expecting much. They are delicious and addictive. Yeah. And I couldn't really taste the Reese's, pe the Reese's Pieces. No. But the, I see pieces of them. But that flavor of the butter and the caramel and came through so much, I... I don't think it needs Reese's Pieces, to tell you the truth. No, but I would also love to try the chai ones. But yes. that that might not, that might be a limited, like that is a limited flavor, I'm sure. I'm still eating some. <laughs> the texture is different than I expected. It yeah. almost like. Soaked into the cornflakes. But it's not like soft. I mean, it's not too hard. It's just this like medium ground of awesomeness. Yeah, it's not a sodden mess. Yeah. I keep crunching them. I better give them to Avery. I can't stop. <laughs> oh, one fell on my paper. It's almost like like the white chocolate on the pumpkin spice popcorn we had that time. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like the way that it held together reminds me of that. Yeah. If that makes sense for anyone who might have had those things. Again, I think it can't get better, but 
I think it, it might. It looks. It might. <laughs> well, I don't mean this any negative thing of the other things. This thing looks the most impressive. We have Dr. Ooker's salted caramel cheesecake. And there's like chunks of caramels on top. And let's see what the box says. Doesn't say chunks of caramel on the top, but there's like caramel pieces. <laughs> so Dr. Ooker's, Ooker's was founded in 1899 by Dr. August Ooker of Germany. He first made Bakken, which was a pre-measured amount of baking soda that went that when you mixed it with 500 grams of flour and other ingredients, made a cake. I don't know. That doesn't sound that revolutionary to me, but I guess it was. And then he died in 1918, and he had family members. It's still by the Oakers, still taking okay. place. But his grandson was an active member of the Third Reich <laughs> and provided pudding mixes and munitions to German troops in World War II. And some of his factories used slave labor. I don't feel so good about this anymore. They've moved past that. I think that was a while ago. Germans can forgive and forget some of the things. I think we can. So I went into the origin of cheesecake and I, I stopped there because I learned that, well, I didn't stop, but I'll stop here, that it actually has its origins in ancient Greece. And the okay. Greek physician, also going in with the Dr. Ucker, Aegeus wrote a book in the 5th century BCE about the art of making cheesecake. And I stopped there because I felt like maybe we'll go into cheesecake another day. <laughs> I just, cheesecake's not necessarily my thing, but this just looks like a big bowl of caramel. It's in the frozen section. Cheesecake is my thing. I love cheesecake. Yes. So. so, let's hope I pulled it out. It said two to three hours. It probably... Two hours ago? I was a little bit disappointed. I was not. I had the first bite, and I tried all three layers at once, and I thought it was kind of bland. Hmm. And then I broke it down. I licked the caramel off the top. <laughs> <laughs> it and, almost and, looked like it could come off in one, yeah. I don't want to say gelatinous piece, but kind of like, because it's still kind of yeah. frozen. Yeah. The salted caramel was good. The cheesecake part, I didn't enjoy as much. And then the graham crust was the graham crust. It was all right. Yeah. It wasn't as good as the graham crust or the moon pie. No. But, yeah, I just, I felt kind of let down. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed just the top layer. layer reminded me of a caramel apple. Yeah, I could see that. And I really liked it with the kind of the less sweet cheesecake part. Like, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying cheesecake's not, but, you know cream cheese isn't and i don't know if those chunks those caramel chunks on top added anything like they tasted all right but they look really nice yeah it looks really nice you're right but it just didn't do it for me and i was impressed yeah. we'll, we'll disagree maybe maybe, maybe we'll, i like bad cheesecake maybe i like good cheesecake huh. either way let's take a time out we'll think about our thoughts on everything here we'll think about our thoughts and we'll I'll go smell from... those smells. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and we'll uh, bring you an ad from our sponsors. This week's podcast shout-out is going to Life with Dementia, a solution-driven show sharing relevant research, personal stories, and practical tips for communities surrounding dementia. I, I do enjoy this show. It does touch me in my regular everyday job because I deal with people with a little bit of dementia and... I've been listening to this podcast, um, some good ideas on it, and also 
they had a little bit with uh, COVID and how to treat people with COVID and dementia. So it was uh, when she says it's good for resources and solutions, it really is. There's some really good ideas. So I enjoy this podcast, so make sure you give it a listen. To find out more, go to lifewithdementia.ca, and they are part of the Alberta Podcast Network as well. So give it a listen. So what did you think? I think we're at a crossroads in our podcasting relationship. One thing I will say about all the things. No, the mochi did it best. There wasn't a lot of saltiness to this caramel. Yeah, yeah. I that, can get that. That cheesecake with a little like chunks of salt on top would have brought it out a yeah, lot. Yeah, like some sea salt or some Yeah, coast. like the, yeah. Some things were highly, some things were disappointing and some things I weren't look, wasn't overly looking forward to were better. But I, I think the moon pie is my favorite. Now, the the ice cream in the mochi was really good. Yeah. I think the crunchies were my favorite. The caramunchies? Yeah, caramunchies. Which is really fun to say. <laughs> they were really good as well. The moon pie was good, but I'm putting it like caramunchies, moon pie, and then the innards of the mochi ice cream. Well, what was funny is when I actually read, I read a description of Moon Pie yesterday doing my research because I was looking forward to it and then I did research. I'm like, oh, it sounds like a wagon wheel, which I don't really like, but it yeah. was, no, it's not. It's a lot different from a wagon wheel to, for the same description. Yeah. I, you know, the caramunchies are really close to the Moon Pie and then they mochi. And I liked the cheesecake. I was really yeah. disappointed by the caramel chips though, or the cookie chip yeah yeah i get that i was they were kind of a letdown but they weren't bad they just weren't as good as everything else what i expected although they suggest making an ice cream sandwich with them and i think they'd be really good like that some just vanilla because they were so crispy and i think they'd yeah hold yeah. together well but maybe part of the cheesecake is i wasn't looking forward to the cheesecake because i don't really like it and you probably were so yeah. maybe there's some expectations or i had a low expectation so it was higher than i thought yeah. maybe that's part I of could, it i could see that i think it's good that you can't get moon pies really easily because i'd be getting them more often the caramunchies will be terrible because i you could sit down and almost eat that whole bag before you knew it yeah they were highly addictive they were um and super good yes and again i was like cornflakes with salted caramel that doesn't whatever but i although i think almost anything we bought from the Uproots Collective was, was really, really good. good. So, yeah. yeah, my takeaway is if you see moon pies, buy them. Or if you see caramunchies, buy yes. them. Support local. There's yeah, they there. are. Yeah, Edmonton local, Alberta local. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, what good things did you have to eat this week? We talked about something the other day, and I said, yeah, I'll mention <laughs> that. We talked about one thing we bought we didn't eat yet, and it was... Uh, Oh, the, something we're going to save for the podcast, so maybe we should give a little preview. Maybe, yeah, yeah. It was a uh, boba or brown sugar boba ice cream yeah. popsicle bars. Yeah, they look delicious. I'm looking yeah. forward to those. I'm trying to think. We ate some good things. We had just oh meatloaf, meatloaf <laughs> with baby bell, and I don't like baby bell trees, but apparently melted in a meatloaf. I like them like that. Yeah, maybe because it kind of. There's other flavors going on. That was really good. Roasted garlic mashed potatoes and lamb gravy left over from Christmas. Frozen. Froze. It wasn't just sitting in our fridge <laughs> for a month. Scooped off all the top. 
I'm trying to think what else. We had non bread tonight that you made. Yeah. What do we eat on Saturday? Ooh, no, I know. We had a fire and we could have people yes. out, over outside and we had sausages, uh, smokies, cheese smokies on the fire with a cheese bun yeah. that Avery, Avery does most of the cooking now, I guess the good stuff anyway, lightly toast it. Yeah. And that might, I think that or the meatloaf, it's my favorite thing. Yeah. You. I like the rustic cooking right over the fire, so that yeah. was nice. Um, yeah. It wasn't anything big, like you didn't yeah. prep anything. Well, you prepped the fire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it feels like. I did prep the fire. Any excuse to use my mini chainsaw? I feel like, well, I ate so much salt and vinegar stuff last week <laughs> that I had cold cankers this weekend. Um, and it's almost all gone. I'm a little ashamed to say. I feel like I can't even remember because we've been eating some good stuff. But... Yeah, a lot of homemade stuff. Yeah. Um, we haven't eaten out much, so it was. Yeah, shawarma on Saturday. Yeah, that was about it. Quick when... lunch. We had some good things. I'm pretty. Yeah. We need to get out there and support local more, though. <laughs> Doesn't mean we have to cook stuff. We can just have snacks like caramel munchies. Yeah, that's true, too. But yeah, let us know what you guys think. If you have a salted caramel product you think we should try, what have you eaten lately? Yeah. Give us some ideas of what you might want to see on the podcast at messhallpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Instagram. I've been more active on Instagram, like I said I would this year. So I put up pictures, and yeah. that's what you do on Instagram. Yeah. And yeah, it's been interesting and nice. So, yeah. All right. Keep on eating. <laughs> Keep on eating. <laughs>